0: Um, the other thing, and this really applies to the larger scales, but it almost applies to most of the projects that you'll see today, is, is this, the emphasis that we the emphasis that we place on public space in our projects, and in particular on the space of the street. And in a way, it's sort of stating the obvious. But the slides that will follow on from this will remind us why it's worth why it's worth restating. I love streets. Um, uh, they're the building blocks in my mind of of, of the city. Um, and um, that sounds obvious, as I say, but it hasn't always been so in recent architecture and, and in recent urbanism. The reason why I like streets is, is they sort of compress the public world into quite a tight space. And, um, you know, public space, the other thing I like about it is it belongs to everybody, but it lo- belongs to nobody as well. So it's a place where things, unplanned encounters can happen. And there are, place, there are places where people from different backgrounds, different socio-economic groups, different cultures, particularly relevant in a city like London, which is so diverse, are brought into close proximity. Um, a street like this is obviously always busy. It's a place where people can feel safe because there are people around. It's a street which uh, has a multiple of uses on it, so it's never dead. There's always something going on there. It has a life 24 hours a day. There's a pub on the corner. There's, there are residences and offices up above. And to that extent, it has what Rem Coolhouse calls, uh, 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 quite poet- poetically, I think, um, a sort of culture of congestion, which is something that I think we associate p- pleasurably with the idea of being in a city. But there's another way of organising cities, isn't there? And, you know, this is an estate in Hackney and Hagerston, um, which is very different. And it's, it's buildings dotted around within, within kind of open space, a very dispersed spatiality. The chances of meeting other people in this space or in this sequence of spaces, because it's an estate that stretches for a long way, are small. Um, quite apart from the fact that the, the public space is very dispersed, uh, it's also a place where you wouldn't go to. You can't walk through it. It's not integrated with the remainder of the city, so it's a kind of a ghetto. So the only people that actually go there are people who live there, and that tends to create a, 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 a culture of a, a kind of monoculture um, because there aren't there, there aren't sort of people from all around. There's a kind of diversity of, 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 of a kind of. Uh, of of, um, types of occupancy all around this estate but the only people who really go there are the people who live there and um, deserted isn't it and you know so we're looking at that and we're thinking it's ugly and all that sort of thing but the actual outcome in terms of the experience of people who live there is really dramatic particularly people who are more vulnerable older people uh, women um, some of whom when you talk to them feel frightened to leave their homes and you can't imagine that happening in the, in, the, in the street scene that I just showed you, but it sure as hell happens here. So somebody laid this estate out in the 70s, and the outcome is that there are people who live there who are frightened to leave their homes. And that's a, a partly a consequence of the design of that estate, not only. And I think you can lay too much at the door of architecture in terms of uh, uh, responsibility and so forth. But the the problems and issues of this estate... I, I believe, are exacerbated by the layout and design of the estate. And we did eventually meet somebody as we walked around, which was a bit of a relief, actually.